Welcome to The Selfish Sesh, a podcast exploring self-love, confidence, mental health, sex, and relationships without all of the bullshit. I'm your host, Marissa Jane, and I believe that sometimes you need to be a little selfish. Hello, my lovers, and thank you for welcoming me back into your ear holes today. In today's episode, we are celebrating what is possibly my favorite day of the year, International Women's Day. I love this day so much because we get to spend all day shouting out all the amazing women in our life and also we get to reflect on what it means to identify as a woman in this day and age. Now, before I get into the episode and today's content, just want to have a little bit of a flag at the start of the episode. I am extremely hungover. I did not want to record today, but I have left this to the last minute and it is due to go live tomorrow. And I have also just found out that apparently After my family dinner, my cousins want to go out partying, so I really need to rally and get this show on the road. Now, on to the show. So, International Women's Day is celebrated every year around the world on the 8th of March, which is today that this episode goes live. And it is a really integral day in terms of the movement for women's rights and equal rights across the globe. This next part I have taken from the UN Women's Site, where they have discussed that this year the theme for International Women's Day is Women in Leadership, Achieving an Equal Future in a COVID-19 World. What this means is that this year we are celebrating the tremendous efforts by women in shaping a more equal future around the world and assisting with the recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic. It looks to highlight that although women are achieving such greatness, there are still huge gaps in terms of leadership. Women are still extremely underrepresented in public life and decision-making, And there really isn't that many women leading governments across the world. When women lead, we do see positive results and some of the most efficient responses to COVID-19 have come by women. Not only are we making these decisions, but we are also at the forefront of so many diverse and inclusive movements online and in person at the moment. So, you know, touching on social justice, climate change and equality, and this is happening all across the world. Being a woman is great for so many reasons, and I will touch on this shortly because I did ask you guys what you thought was great about being a woman. But there is also so many adversities that we still constantly face. The UN, they're talking about that on a whole global scale and in terms of government and politics. But if you either narrow it down to everyday life, it's still the same problem. We definitely have come such a long way in terms of the women's right movement, but we're definitely not there yet. And there really is still such a long way to go. And that is before even bringing in 
other elements too, which are really important around equality, including race, socioeconomic status, etc. It is so important to reflect on women's rights across all of these different levels to get what my followers and what you guys are feeling. I did ask everyone on Instagram and some amazing responses came through and really, really insightful. So thank you to everyone who took the time to answer. One of the first questions that I asked and I think, you know, relates to what we were just talking about is, have you ever faced gender-related issues in life and what were they? A lot of people did share about their workplaces and how they don't feel like it's fair in how they're treated. One, one listener wrote in, I'm a young female scientist. How dare I try and be anything but a quiet mouse? And I, d- I do think this is a really huge issue in especially male-dominated fields. I was having this conversation with a guy I know who works in finance and he was saying how there was no girls in his office and there was a new girl starting. And kind of the things he said about it didn't actually sit that great with me. He kind of was saying they're going to have to change how they act and behave now that there's a female in the office. And in my head, I'm just thinking, if that's the case, then you're probably behaving inappropriately, no matter what gender is already in your office. I do work in public relations, which is a very female-dominated field. So I guess in terms of like offices and jobs, I don't have that concern. But then someone else from PR wrote in and said, as a young PR constantly being dismissed in a room full of men. And I've been there before, you know, often when we're pitching or presenting, it is a room full of high up CEOs and marketing managers, all male. You do feel like you really do have to push yourself. Other responses that came in that weren't so much about work, but just about gender related issues in general, were the fact of being shamed for expressing sexuality. And I think, you know, we've all been there and I'm someone who is an avid believer that men and women are equally just as sexual human beings, but I don't understand why men can get away with the things that they say and do, whereas it is looked poorly if a woman behaved in the same way. Being called a drama queen, hysteric when rambled. I am always called a drama queen. To be fair, I probably am a drama queen, but, you know, it isn't very nice and, you know, it's the same thing. Being called a bitch when you're standing your ground. It's like, no, if you behaved like this, it would be totally fine. Being shamed for being too feminine. I think that is a really interesting point and the interview that I am releasing on Thursday with businesswoman Carmela Galasso. It is such a great episode. But the one bit of advice she said that she wished she could share with a younger version of herself would be, don't try to be a man. Often when working in business or or in a really male-dominated industry, we kind of shut down those really feminine energies and qualities because we feel like it makes us look weaker but no they're the things that make you a a better leader and be a different leader it means you can bring different perspectives to the table and I think that's really important and the last 
thing that I will raise today in terms of gender-related issues that women are facing in day-to-day life is the cost of birth control and abortion. For fuck's sake, single boys, bring condoms with you, wear them, and do not make women feel bad if they're not on any birth control. Not only is it expensive, but we're injecting ourselves with hormones. I hate when I have to be on any form of birth control. And also, someone can message me if you know how to make an app and like I'll just be the thinker. I would love for there to be an app for abortions that if you need to get one, you can anonymously message a guy and he has to pay half of it and it's charged to his account or you can charge it to someone's Medicare or whatever because that is so ridiculous that, you know, 90% of the time women are having to pay for these abortions on their own and half the time the men don't even have the emotional stress about it because they don't know about it. Honestly, makes me so fucking mad. In terms of I guess, gender-related issues that I feel like I've faced. I guess it's often, for me, around expressing my sexuality too much. I am very open about things and often that doesn't sit quite right with people because I should just be the pretty girl in the corner, not saying much. And the other thing then would be, you know, in the same vein, being too opinionated. I have been told to smile and keep my mouth shut many a times. Um, whether that's either for work or in my personal life as well. And I think too, like, although I definitely, like, this is related to my gender, guys never get pulled up on the shit that I do get pulled up on. Most of the time, a lot of this does come from women too. So I, I do think women also need to check in on themselves and make sure that they're not projecting their internalized misogyny into the world. Now onto a more positive topic and instead of discussing the things that make it really difficult to be a a woman, I also asked everyone why they love being a woman and there were some great responses to this question too, so thank you again for writing in. I love this response. I just can't explain it. There just is this beauty, fun and excitement associated with being a woman. Fucking amen. Women are actually the most beautiful and interesting and intriguing creatures. Don't want to generalize, but men, not that intriguing, not mystical. We're like fucking magical. Another answer, because we're strong, sexy, smart. We get shit done. The world would not survive without us. Well, technically that is true because the world does need us for many reasons, But I do love that. I do think women are so strong, especially mentally and also physically. And we are fucking attractive. And another response, everything. We are the smartest, most capable and fairest of the sexes. Fuck yes, we are. I actually do love being a woman. I love you know, channeling my really feminine energy. I love channeling my really masculine energy. I love that these days I do feel like I can be anything that I want to be. I love that anything I do, I can do with a little bit of a cheeky smile. And, you know, the path isn't paved for me or for 
any of you women listening, we have to like fucking get down and dirty and make that world our own. I also do love the freedom of getting dressed up and putting on this mask of confidence and going out and just being a fucking hot woman out on the town. I feel like it's not the same for men. Maybe it is. Maybe any guys listening, you can go into my DMs and tell me you love being a fucking hot man going out on the town. And the last question that I asked you guys and you all came in very hot with your responses was what women inspire you? For answers, I have Jacinda Ardern, Michelle Obama, Victoria Beckham, my mum, her friends, badasses like Dolly Parton, Jane Fonda, Elise Knowles, and someone also said me. Thank you. Very inspiring. And one listener wrote in saying, women that are kind and unapologetically themselves. And I think that sums that up perfectly. Sorry, I am losing my voice. I definitely had a bender last night. Whoops. That's okay because I'm a woman and I'm allowed to go out and overindulge in alcohol. In terms of me and the women that inspire me, there are so many amazing women that I have in my life personally that are just incredible. I have the most amazing group of friends who inspire me every day. They're all doing such cool things with their lives. My cousins that I'm really close with, awesome chickies, and they always put me in a good mood. Of course, my mother, dearest, who last time I did a shout out on the podcast for her, she got very excited, so I hope you cry, mum. But no, she is my best friend, so love you, mum. And then in terms of people that you guys might know as well, I find Michelle Battersby personally really inspiring. For those who don't know, she was the um, teeth marketing officer at Bumble Australia and then Keep It Cleaner. So I love those ethos around the Bumble brand and how, you know, it's all about women making the first move and really inspiring and empowering women. I think if I was a brand, I would be Bumble. Or Selfish Sesh, you know, same thing. Michelle is now creating her own app with two other female founders, which is called Sunroom. It's still not announced exactly what it is, but I just love that she shares her journey on finding a business and isn't like glamorizing it. She's like, here's me working at my parents' table because I can't afford to live out of home right now and I've moved back in so I could save some money. Another woman that I find totally inspiring, which someone else submitted, is Jacinda Ardern. I think she just leads New Zealand with such grace and humility. And I think anyone who wants to be a leader can learn so much from her. And how she responds to challenging events really effectively and just with so much compassion but also not letting that compassion cloud her her line of decision making I don't know I just love her and she just seems super genuine in everything she does and the last person I will leave you with and I definitely recommend you do more research into her is Waris Deary a Somali model author, actress, and human rights activist who fights against 
female genital mutilation. She has this film and book called The Desert Flower and it is all about her story and how she had to overcome FGM and it's something that I didn't even know about and when you hear about what is going on across the world, it is scary to think that this is still happening and is all about taking away women's power. Before I love you and leave you, please protect your female power and energy You deserve to share it with the world and let it shine. Happy International Women's Day. Thank you for joining me again. And I would love to see how you are celebrating today and what you thought of today's episode. Thank you, guys. Love you. Thank you for joining me today on The Selfish Sesh. Please subscribe, rate and review via your favourite podcast app. And please do tag us in any of your posts on the gram. Stay selfish, babes, and chat soon.